This is Denver's Dollars and Cents Radio Show, helping you build and enjoy the retirement you deserve. If you're looking for a better way to pursue your financial goals, the team at Hampshire Wealth Management is here to offer clear financial guidance to help you towards a more secure and successful future. Have a question for the team? Connect now at hwealth.org or call 720-706-8787. Now, Denver's Dollars and Cents on 630KHOW, Denver's talk station. And good morning. Thank you so much for starting your day with us. I am Bill Seller along with Troy and Laurie Hampshire of the Hampshire Wealth Man- of Hampshire Wealth Management, and we are here for Denver's Dollars and Cents show every weekend. How are you guys? Fantastic. Too early to tell. I- <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. All right. I'm here with the best looking co-host on the air right now. Well, uh, <laughs> it's we're married. Catching that, anybody, you know, if if you don't know, we're married. It's okay that he said that. Oh, Oh, you thought he was talking about you, Bill? Shoot, sorry. I I I came on too strong. I call that the marital disclaimer right (laughs) in the beginning of the show. Let's just start your day out there. Let's let's get things going the right way. Absolutely. We're doing great. Good. Good to hear. Listen, we we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, For example, how much is too much? When it comes to helping your adult kids financially, boy, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have already this morning. Yeah. Already. <laughs> already I, this morning. I know. We got a mm-hmm. lot to say on that topic. <laughs> and speaking of kids, what happens when a parent leaves their child a 401k? Well, we got a listener that has a question about that. Also, uh, where are people moving from and then moving to? I think you'd be surprised by the number one state that people are headed towards. Uh, I know I was. I was. But then again, I, I don't get out much, so uh, it could just be me. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, certain COVID mandates are coming to an end. The, the headaches are continuing, though, for millions of people who are trying to make a job change. We're going to talk to Troy and Lori about how they help folks get through that part of their life as well. And, and uh, with the midterm elections coming up, what has become the number one voting issue in 2022? Well, pollster Frank Lunds is going to tell us about that. But as we get started today, I read an article and it's it's going to sound like I'm tooting my own horn. Go for it. And Go I am. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Why not? A couple of years ago, I had this theory, and I told some friends about it. I said, I wonder if in a generation or two, because of smartphones, because of tablets, and because we're on there playing games and reading things and doing everything that we do on our phones and tablets, is that going to help to maybe stem some Alzheimer cases? Because I'd always read that One of the ways that you can do that, and one of the things that's good for that, is to keep your mind busy. Mm -hmm. Well, I ran across this article that kind of backs up what I'm saying. There's some new research in Germany that has just been released. A new study shows that sticking it out in the workforce until you're 67 or so and keeping your mind sharp can help ward off cognitive decline that is suffered by Alzheimer's. And, you know, first of all, I don't ever get anything right. So, yay me. Uh, but, <laughs> but also, I thought that was pretty cool because anything, my grandmother suffered from Alzheimer's, and it's a horrible thing to watch your family mm-hmm. go through. And it is. If, if there's anything that we can do as simple as just staying busy, man, I'm all for that. I, I think that it's just like any other part of the body. The mind is a muscle, and if you don't use it, uh, you lose it. And so it's, it, it is. I've had relatives that have went through that horrible disease, and, and it's, it's horrible to watch. Uh, you know, you just feel for those people. But, um, yeah, I, I think that's an interesting 
topic to talk about because we we deal with it all the time. Well, and my parent, well, my grandmother suffered with it until till till she passed. She basically, she was a vegetable for the past like three years until she passed. But you know, I can see it. My dad wanted to retire at sixty-five. I think it was sixty-five. It's been mm -hmm. so dang long now. Yeah, I think but it was. he was very serious about sixty-five. He had to retire. Whereas my mom. Nope, she still works part-time and she looks and seems like she's 60, but my dad, boy, he tells the same stories over <laughs> and over and over again. So, I mean, it is, it's, it's, you gotta have a plan for retirement because planning just to, you know, sit by the TV for, you know, th that'll last you a good three days, but that's not gonna serve you for the next 30 years. Yeah, there's things that, that people have to be involved in, really to keep your mind active and sharp and learning so you don't digress, so you don't start moving backwards. And, and you know, we've seen it with uh, family, friends, loved ones, et cetera, over the years, right? Where they retire and they're, they're not doing anything. Mm -hmm. And that right there, it, you're, you're gonna, your, your mental faculties are gonna decline. Mm -hmm. I think just being involved, a lot of people uh, donate their time uh, and resources to charities and different things when they retire. Some just work part-time because they want to be out and they want to mix and socialize. That That's important. It's scary, though. I mean, I Troy and I were just talking about this like a week ago or something. I, I Here I go. I think I said this to him. I think I said. <laughs> I'll let you know. No, <laughs> I think I said, I, I was talking about, I feel like I'm constantly saying, did I already tell you this? Or have I not told you this? I feel like I, either I'm repeating myself or I'm forgetting if I, because it's hard when you work together and you are together all the time. Of course you think that you told somebody something. So I don't know if I'm re repeating myself often or not. And I'm young, I'm really in trouble. You're really in trouble, Troy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> think of that future. I know, I know. Uh, You know what though, it happens to all of us. Fortunately, it looks like there are ways that maybe we can help us from sliding down that hill faster than we should so so that's Agreed, good news yeah. anyway good research to start the show with today and absolutely uh other interesting news and i thought this was fascinating too um not that it makes any of us feel any better but it wasn't just average investors who took it on the chin in january so did the wealthiest people in the world elon musk watched his net worth plummet by 54 billion dollars here's what i love about the story he loses 54 billion but he still holds on to his status as the world's richest person. Put me in that line, right. somebody, right? right? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to really feel sorry. I don't oh, feel yeah. sorry. Um, I mean, he, he was no down to a paltry 200 billion or something yeah, like that. It's crazy stuff. I mean, 216, <laughs> that's billion. gonna be hard to live on. And then <laughs> right. old, uh, old Warren Buffett, he jumped ahead of Mark Zuckerberg on the richest list this year. In fact, Buffett's the only one who actually uh, made money and so I will explain year. why. There's well, a very good reason for that. That was my question. What, what lessons can we take away from this stuff where the, the big tech guys are losing money and Warren is making money? So historically, you know, Warren Buffett is famous for being a value investor. In other words, he buys and holds for the long term, right? He buys value. And if you look at it, Bill, in a basic sense to where you're different equities or U.S. stocks are divided into two categories. In, in just to simplify things, you've got a growth stock. Okay, so these are companies that invest their profits back into the company to increase their share price. These are growth companies. These are mainly your tech companies out there, right? Uh, with very pricey share price uh, currently. 
But then you have value investors. So value stocks are companies that are well-established, typically larger blue chip companies, and they take their profits and they distribute them to their shareholders uh, in, by way of dividends. Okay, so these are value companies. And what happens is when things start to get volatile and things are rocky and uncertain, right? How many times, Bill, have you heard me say that Wall Street hates two things, surprises and uncertainty? And right now there's basketfuls of both of those uh, looming out there right now, right. right? So what happens is investors say, all right, we're not gonna get out of the market, but where should we be right now? to you know ride this thing out and what they do is they gravitate towards value investing these are these large cap blue chip companies that pay dividends back they're very well established typically less volatile and that's why uh, during for example the month of january warren buffett's net worth increases and he jumps uh some of these other top five wealthiest people in the world because he is a value investor. And so there's something to be said for that. What I will say is it's not that one is better than the other. Really, the underlying story here, Bill, is where we should be today may not look exactly like where we should have been two years ago or where we should be invested in two years from now. And so it's important to understand that Given what's going on, this is where we should be invested right now. And that really comes down to analyzing where you're at. Uh, are you in the right place right now? Are you having these conversations with your advisor? Because change is the only thing that's guaranteed to happen, right? And things change and things have changed. They've taken a turn here in the last month or two. And so my best advice is isn't to say hey get out of growth investing get into value investing but make sure especially if you are near or newly in retirement make sure that you are invested as you should be and that's a conversation you should be having with your fiduciary with your investment advisor that's that's a thing you could call us about but i have to say <laughs> Bill, maybe you want to get the phone number in there or, or website, but I know what the main story is in this. So, Bill, you're on and then bring it back to me because I got a really good story. I was, I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> so this would be a great time to call the folks at Hampshire Wealth Management. The number is 720-706-8787. 720-706-8787. They offer a free financial review. Exactly what it sounds like. They're going to sit down with you. They're going to go over what you believe to be your retirement plan. And a couple of things are going to happen. One, they're going to tell you, you know what? Bingo, you're right on track. Or two, here's what we need to do to get you where you want to be. So give them a call today, 720-706-8787. Now, Lori, it uh, sounded like you wanted to say something I about do. all this stuff, too. You know, because sometimes in this financial genius world that we're in, I kind of take a bird walk. But sometimes I have interesting stuff to pepper in here. And number one is, uh, one of Troy's favorite people is Warren Buffett. And not, I'm not going to tell you the backstory but when you come in and make that you know call to come in and visit us you got to say hey where's that birthday card you're talking about because for his 40th birthday he got a nice little birthday card from uh, Warren Buffett and it was actually the same month that he was on the cover not he not Troy but Mr. Buffett was on the cover of Forbes magazine so that was a good wow. that's a little birthday good it birthday was. card nice. and 
And it's really weird because last weekend or last week, sometime last week, we were talking about, you know, this age of computers and stuff. And I don't even know what hit me. But remember encyclopedias, Bill? Remember those things? Yes. Because that's what we used to have to do reports on, right? right. Yes. Not the Google or anything. So when when we were We didn't kids, have the Google back Right. Then. We had the encyclopedias. So, no. and I, I thought, well... Troy, isn't your batch of encyclopedias that you got as a gift from Mr. Warren Buffett somewhere mm -hmm. down in the basement? Well, I just found those. I just located them. Wow. Of course, they're under a stack of a whole bunch of other crap. But I'm thinking, <laughs> why don't we have those out in our in our house? I mean, that is it's like a, a cool relic. story. Well, right? all, the, all the young kids will be like, what are those books? Right. And, <laughs> but that Troy got it as a gift from, from Warren Buffett himself. I mean, oh, dang it, that's just yeah. awesome. So, How cool anyway. is that? And, yeah. and, and the Google for encyclopedias was when you got the annual update every year. Exactly. Right? Oh, right. They just yeah. had last year's <gasps> stuff right. in it. So. <laughs> right. That is right. Oh, it was yeah. great. Well, right, that's the real story of Buffett. Yeah. That ages is right there. Yes, it Talking does. about encyclopedias. So let's move on. I, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. Please. And, and you know, when, you, when it comes to investing, and you've got all these different avenues and different places to put your money. And, of course, one of the most common things that we all work with is a 401k, right? But mm -hmm. I, wanted, I had this interesting thought about a correlation. If you had a leaky faucet around the house or some kind of a leak, you would notice that, right? <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. But <laughs> a lot of people don't know that sometimes their 401k has sprung a leak. It may not be that obvious, but MarketWatch says that a new study based on tax data shows that these retirement account leakages can cost savers as much as 31% by the time they're 60. How do we know this is happening and how can we stop it? I mean, you can't can't stick a finger in your 401k to stop the leaking is what I'm saying there, guys. That's, that's <laughs> <what> my... <laughs> <laughs> No, you can't. You know, the 401k, and we've talked about this over the last couple of programs, uh, there's more mistakes being made with a lack of management with folks' 401ks than any other types of accounts we found over the years, and for good reason. But, you know, the 401k has been around for a long time. The, its origins date back to 1978 uh, with 401ks. And many times when folks retire nowadays, their biggest asset is the 401k, right? And so uh, if we look at as it pertains to what's going on right now, Bill. I think that's where you're getting at. With everything that's going on right now, things are volatile anyway. Uh, how do we know if our 401k has sprung a leak? Well, first of all, most folks are pretty insightful when they look at their values and say, wow, it's down another 10,000. It's down 20,000. It's down, I've been putting money in. What are some of the common mistakes? Well, there are some common mistakes when it comes to 401ks and managing those 401ks. And so uh, I, I'm going to focus in on two of the most common mistakes we have found over the years. Number one is making no moves. Too many folks are still invested in their original default fund that they went into when they joined that plan when they started work for that employer. Believe it or not, and I'm talking about folks that have been with that employer, Bill, for uh, 10, 15, or even 20 years. They've just never changed. Well, I'm not a financial advisor, and you know, I know that you know, over time it should do okay. Uh, but as we said earlier in the program, as things change, we have to make modifications as investors to make sure that we minimize risk, minimize our losses, and optimize our returns. And so, 
you know, making no moves is, it's not really procrastination. It's just not knowing where do I go. And your custodian probably is not going to be calling you saying, hey, you haven't changed in 25 years. Maybe you should opt in now to change. No, they're not going to come knock on your door. Right. Right. Uh, And so you have to be proactive. So it's not that you have to become a financial advisor, but let me just say that typically 401ks are restrictive when it comes to what investments are available to you as the participant that's making contributions. Maybe you're getting some employer match, right? And so all of a sudden, uh, we've got this nest egg that's building and building and building, but you notice that something's wrong. It's like, wow, boy, you know, I know the markets are a little bit shaky, but my 401k is really taking it on the chin right now. It's time for a review. That's the number one mistake is doing nothing, not revisiting how you're currently allocated. And many times folks are in just a, a blanket target date fund, which many times can be uh, more costly than other funds that are available to you within your plan, but you're just not quite sure what to do. So that's the first one is doing nothing, making no moves. And the second biggest mistake is not properly rebalancing your 401k account from time to time. Give you an example. Let's say that, well, I'm a balanced investor, so I'm 60% stocks and 40% equities or bonds, right? Well, if we go back to uh, 2019 or 2020, 2021, where we really had big marches north uh, in, in the stock market, right? And now all of a sudden you're 60, 40, your equities did so well. Now all of a sudden you're at maybe an 80, 20 a balance. So you're carrying around more risk than you should be. So rebalancing, and many of these plans now have these mechanisms built in, but a lot of investors built aren't sure how to utilize them. We start, everybody that comes in that has a 401k or an investment account that they're really not sure if they should be making some changes or uh, consider maybe doing some reallocations or rebalancing, we use something that's called a Morningstar report, okay? A Morningstar report is a third company non-biased report that essentially is a report card on your investment account or your 401k. Well, what do you mean a report card? What does that mean exactly? Well, I'll tell you, it will identify how much risk you're currently carrying around in your 401k or your IRA or, or your investment account. It will tell you if the reward matches the risk that you're taking, right? It will tell you how much future risk exists in your current allocation, in your bond holdings. These are all very important factors when it comes to making allocation decisions now and going forward. What does the Morningstar report cost? Nothing, but it will help identify a lot of really important factors. We provide these reports, Bill, absolutely free. And I can tell you from past experience, when folks see and understand this Morningstar report, this unbiased third-party report, many times they are shocked. Wow, I consider myself a conservative investor and you're telling me I'm carrying around this much risk right now? No wonder my account is up and down and causing me stress. So it's the Morningstar report that I really can't hit home strongly enough that's so important for folks that have 401ks and investment accounts. Well, and and you know, in the words of the great philosopher Forrest Gump, I'm not a smart (laughs) man, 
But that sounds like a phone call I'd want to make. 720-706-8787. 720-706-8787. That's how you get in touch with Troy and Lori and their team at Hampshire Wealth Management. That Morningstar report, boy, if that could, if that could point you in the right direction as you set sail into retirement, right. why not? It's like a no-brainer. 720-706-8787 is the number. This is all part of the free financial review and the things that the folks at Hampshire Wealth Management will go over with you to make sure you are set up for retirement as you're getting close to it or already in retirement. Never hurts to have a second set of eyes Absolutely. on your plan. So I thought this was kind of interesting. Um, folks are leaving states and moving to other states as they get older and they retire. And I, I mentioned New Jersey earlier in the show only because Bon Jovi has recently left Jersey and he's headed to Florida for a larger estate down there. Do you know they have a uh, a rest stop named after him in New Jersey? I'm not sure if that's an honor or not, really? guys. Yeah, I wouldn't want one. <laughs> a rest stop, but nope. it does have a, it has a hologram of him, and people can ask him questions. So that that's kind of cool. But but I bring it up because I find it interesting that folks are leaving certain states and moving to other states, and the number one state that people are moving to is Vermont. With Why? The, I didn't quite get that. Well, one. with all due respect but... to Vermontians, I forgot it was a state. Um, <laughs> you know, that's not one that you think about. And then South Dakota, South Carolina. I have to imagine it has something to do with state taxes or better yeah. cost of living. Are you guys seeing a lot of this stuff with your folks that are retiring? Are they heading elsewhere? Or yeah, are they Florida. staying put? I think Florida is, is a place where most over the year, over this past year, many of our clients, they don't normally leave us. Not us. I mean, they're still clients, but they don't normally leave. So it's kind of been sad, but this pandemic has done a lot to, you know, get people moving and thinking about what they want to do with the rest of their, you know, they don't want to shovel. So, I mean, yes, we've we've seen a lot of movement towards Florida. Well, Florida, uh, we've seen Arizona. Uh, Vegas. Vegas. Um, because that's where you want to go to save your money. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, I, I think that the trend really born out of this pandemic, more than anything, Bill, is has to do with, you know, and I know we're going to talk about it a little bit later on in the program, inflation is out of control right now. And so folks are, you know, as you're preparing for retirement, they think, okay, boy, you know, what's wrong with living in Florida? The cost of living is a fraction, let's say, of what it costs in Denver, Colorado. And, you know, we've got clients that are looking to move to, uh, you know, states like Wyoming. And this is strictly a value move. Now, some folks are, you know, they'll want to move and uh, be closer to their children and mm -hmm. grandchildren. That's always, you know, been out there. But I think now, because of the cost of living in retirement, isn't what it was uh, 20 years ago, people are being more mindful of that. And they're thinking, okay, we wouldn't mind living here, or we've talked about moving there. Maybe now we should seriously consider it because it costs so much. I've even talked to clients who, if this puts it in perspective, here in Denver, Colorado, how many times have you heard, Bill, well, you know, we're retired now. We, we're thinking about downsizing. We don't need 5,000 square feet, or right. we don't need two stories. We don't need to worry about the lawn and snow, right? And so I recently talked to a client in Arvada, Colorado, and they informed me that selling their home and downsizing would cost them additional money to downsize because mm -hmm. property values are so high around here that it's not like they're selling their home and then 
you know, pocketing 50% of the proceeds and buying something smaller, even this downsizing is yeah. very costly in certain areas. Yeah, the uh, the good old days are, are definitely now the good old days. It's not like it used to be, so that's for sure. Amen, yeah. Oh, man, I'll tell you what, if you want to find out some more about the best ways to handle your retirement, Charlie and Lori have written a really cool book. It's called Whose Retirement Is It Anyway? It's a great read for all of us who may not necessarily talk financial, but we do want to understand how things work and, and, and the things that we need to do to get ready for retirement. So when you set your appointment with, with the good folks in Hampshire Wealth Management by calling 720-706-8787, when you go in for your appointment, they'll give you a copy of this book. It's called Whose Retirement Is It Anyway? And it's a great read for all of us that, that need to try to figure things out. I know I'm on that list. Coming up on the show, how much is too much when it comes to helping your adult kids financially? We're going to talk to Troy and Laurie about that and what happens when you leave your child a 401k. We have a listener who's got a question about that. That and more coming up next on Denver's Dollars and Cents radio show right here on 630KHOW, Denver's talk station. Welcome back to Denver's Dollars and Cents Radio Show. I'm Bill Seller, along with Troy and Laurie Hampshire of Hampshire Wealth Management. And I think I, I just I can see myself doing the dance behind them every time I hear that song. That's the oh four yeah, tops. the four tops. You know, we I, I've got a, a quick story with the four tops. So a dear friend of ours who uh, actually was a a special guest on the D- Denver Dollars and Cents Radio Show not long ago. Danny Showers, he was the personal musician for four past U.S. presidents, would travel around the world when the president would travel and and did the music, and he is also an honorary member of the Four Tops. Dear friend of ours, and wow. uh, if you'd like to meet him, he's usually available uh, overseeing the musical performances down at the Brown Palace. On Sundays. On Sundays. I think I'm more impressed by the Four Tops thing than the uh, private presidential <laughs> music I, I am too. I think he is as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that... boy, does he have some some cool stories. But that just, yeah, hearing that song just brings it back. It's oh, pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. awesome. You know a lot of people, Troy Hampshire. Just yeah. Uh, yeah. Boy, in few, the same huh? show. Did he, uh, yeah. did he ever, sing, showers, did he ever sing with Warren Buffett on your birthday? <laughs> no, he did not sing with Warren Buffett. <laughs> I can say a resounding no, sir, on that one. All right, well, I just thought uh, I'd throw it out there. Uh, he did sing. We did hire him to sing on Lori's birthday. Uh, he came and did a surprise performance. He had his piano set up at the house, and he sang Lori's favorite song, which was At Last by Etta James. Which is our wedding song, too. Yeah. Yeah. He also yeah. told Oprah she had big thighs. That's the one I think. If, if anybody <laughs> can say anything, I was like, you know, some of his stories, you're like, you really, really? And they're so true. Well. So. I know. M- moving right along. Uh, right, <laughs> <laughs> right, right before the break, we were talking about kids and giving them money and how much is too much. Because, you know, mm. when, when we first have kids, you know, they're just such a joy. They're so cute. And then they grow up. My dad is rad. You My know, mom's the best. Daddy, I want an Oompa Loompa. I want you to get me an Oompa Loompa. They're not oh, always answer. quite as cute, right? Uh, right. No. <laughs> Look, I, you guys have four kids, right? I've raised yes. four kids. Yep. We've all been there. Now, I saw an MSN article the other day, though, that, and this is leading to something. Eight things you should not do in retirement. Got my attention, but number four 
was what really caught my eye. And number four is spending fixed income on grown kids. Now, look, I mean, we're joking, and it goes without saying that I don't care how old your kids get. You always want to help to take care of your children. But have you seen this situation go too far before? You know, even in my own family, I have. And uh, my dad has three, had three brothers. And my grandpa would give a lot to my Uncle Danny over the years. I mean, Danny has since passed. And I don't even know how many zeros when I, over, in six figures, he'd, he'd given Danny over the years. And it caused such friction that none of the other brothers were talking to him when he lived. Well, then, fast forward, when grandpa was about to pass, um, Danny's son, so my cousin, got involved and said, you know, I think that I get, I should get my dad's share of the inheritance. And it's like, your dad already went through all the inheritance. I mean, I have good relationship with all of my family, but there is a definite rift in the family still. But also, you know, I'm going to say too, I remember when I was probably 20 or 21, I had a conversation. I didn't directly ask my mother for money, but I knew I was really short. Her answer was, you know, Lori, we all go through those times in our lives and you'll get through it. Well, I never asked my parents for a dime after that. Never would I ever. But my sister, on the other hand, still asks. I have no idea how much she has, you know, gotten from them on loan. I'm doing air quotes here. I said a long time ago, my mom said, do you want us to take that portion we've given your sister out of her inheritance? And they said, I absolutely don't. But I never want to know how much she has borrowed from you guys because I want to have my sister for always. So it, it's even it, family dynamics. It really it, it makes a difference in, in families. So, I mean, we've seen it, but it, it can be hard on all the people involved. I, Bill, I think you hit it, uh, the nail on the head when you said, hey, you know, at the end of the day, we want to help our kids. We love them. We don't like to see them in a position of need many times. And we see it a lot. We do. And, and now, you know, I, I refer to it as the sandwich generation. Uh, many baby boomers are both caring for their grown children as well as their aging parents. And it's a tough dynamic. But more and more, uh, we are sitting down with folks who are saying, well, you know, I've been helping my son out a lot or, you know, boy, to, you know, what it takes to buy a home right now. Mm -hmm. And so they go ahead and they buy that house and, and the son or the daughter rents it back from them. And, but at the end of the day, this is all money coming out of the retirement coffers of mom or dad or mom and dad. And we do see that, but it's a slippery slope. And listen, I, to, to really put a bow on this thing instead of unpacking it because we're going to do what we're going to do, right? The best thing that you can do is have a true financial plan because if you have a true financial plan, you'll know what you can afford and not afford when it comes to helping your children out or your grandchildren. Now, many of our clients, Lori, how many times have we helped folks establish, say, college saving plans for their new grandbabies? Mm -hmm. It's very common, right? But we're not talking about college savings plans for grandbabies. We're talking about grown children. Hey, mom, boy, you know, I'm going to pinch right now. We need a new car. We need this. We need a down payment for a house. And it's, you know, what's the old saying? Uh, when you loan the money to a family member or a friend, expect on never getting it back. I would venture to guess that more than 51% of the time, you're not going to get that money back. So we loan it with our hearts and the best intentions, 
but we know that more than likely we're not going to get this money back. So if you have a true financial plan, you'll know if you can afford or how much you can afford to help your son, your daughter, your family members, right? Yep. Um, because at the end of the day, you, you know, it, it's kind of like this. Hey, mom, hey, dad, we need this $50,000 for a down payment on a home, you know, or we need it for fill in the blank. But in 10 years from now, you don't want to be calling them saying, I can't afford to pay my bills anymore. Can I move in with you? <laughs> right? Right. Uh, nobody wants that scenario playing out. But too many times we're too anxious and eager to help without knowing really the true financial ramifications. So again, going back to have a true financial plan, you'll understand exactly what you can and cannot do. Absolutely. And this is why you want to call the folks at Hampshire Wealth Management to find out if you're in a place where you can help your kids if you want to. And how can you help them? How much can you give them right. without it affecting you in the long run? So 720-706-8787 is their number. 720-706-8787. Give us a call. Get on the calendar. Get your appointment made for that free financial review that the folks at Hampshire Wealth Management can do for you. Uh, okay, Bill, wait, I got one more story. Because what are you going to do? Shut me off? Actually, just don't do that. So, don't okay, tempt him. <laughs> we were talking about, I was talking about my dad, but a cute little story as you were talking, Troy. So my great-grandma, she did that. She um, went into a home, Little Sisters of the Poor home, actually. But to do that, she had to get rid of her assets, right? So yep. it was, say she gave um, like $10,000 to all four of her grandkids. And then... Um, so when she was 90, she called them all trying to get the money back because she wanted to buy a car, not that she'd ever had her license before in her life, but she wanted to buy a truck so she could follow the Billy Graham Crusades. So there is that. Buying she tried a new to collect truck it. at age she 90. Yeah. No God license, but she did. She she had no money, but she tried to collect on all all four of her grandchildren. So Well, and again, well, to see if you can afford that truck, uh, call call the folks at Hampshire Wealth Management now, 720-706-8787. Again, our appointment calendar fills up pretty quick when these shows end, so make sure you call as, as soon as you can. And uh, while we're talking about kids and we're talking about how much money we can afford to give them or can't afford to give them, a lot of times what happens to our kids is that they will inherit a 401k and inheriting money Sounds like a good thing, but it, it can be very complicated. And actually, one of our listeners had a question about that this week. My wife is going to be inheriting her father's 401k who passed earlier this year. Uh, we don't know exactly how much is in it. More than likely, it's a little over a million dollars. We are really have, have no idea where to start, um, how, how rolling that over or, or taking ownership uh, will affect us, what taxes we should expect. Uh, we're, we're starting from ground zero. Uh, your advice would be appreciated. Thanks. And, and by that, he means your advice, not, not mine. Right. So I'm going to ask <laughs> you, uh, where would you start for somebody who's in a situation like that? Well, so it's, it's only been a few years back where when they enacted the 2019 Secure Act and it changed uh, the role of the 401k and pre-tax accounts like IRAs, et cetera, when they are passed along to non-spouse beneficiaries. And it used to be, it used to be to where, Bill, if you inherited a 401k from a, let's say a parent, okay, a non-spouse uh, person, you could then 
set up an inherited IRA and simply let it continue to grow tax deferred so you still get the benefits of that tax deferred growth through your lifetime and you would then be required to take distributions based on your life expectancy. That is gone. And now all non-spouse beneficiaries, except for there's a few exceptions uh, for disabled beneficiaries and minors, but beyond that, a, if you receive a 401k or an IRA from a non-spouse uh, person, you have now 10 years in which time you have to get all of the taxes paid on that account. So the, the caller that called in, Bill, that you just played that, that said, hey, we're going to be inheriting possibly a million-dollar 401k for my wife's father. What should we do? We're not really certain what to – and people don't know this. I mean, these are tax law changes, and most folks don't stay up. There's so many changes. They, they change like the weather. And, but it's important to know now as a beneficiary a non-spouse beneficiary, you have 10 years to get all of the taxes paid. So what are your options? Well, many beneficiaries, Bill, will say, well, gosh, I'm not really sure what to do. So I, I guess I'll just go ahead and pay all the taxes on it right now and just cash it out. And so in this scenario where they're inheriting potentially a $1 million pre-tax account, First of all, that's going to put them in the highest tax bracket for all of their other income that year as well. And they're going to have to pay uh, taxes at the highest tax rate, uh, both federal and state taxes on that. So at the end of the day, maybe they have 50 or 60% left of that money, but they do have options. It's a 10-year window. And so during that 10-year window, you first of all, you should sit down with your fiduciary, with your investment advisor and say, Here's what we've just come into. What are our options? Well, first of all, what's your picture look like? What's your financial picture look like? And it's not a one size fits all. We've sat down with individuals where we say, well, maybe it makes sense to go ahead and take a distribution every year over the next 10 years and spread that tax liability out over a 10 year period instead of losing, let's say, half to taxes right out of the gate. Because once you do that, that's an irrevocable decision. As Troy says, there's no mulligans in certain situations. We just had, just over the past week or two, one of our advisors uh, in the office drew, somebody contacted him, somebody had passed away, she was a beneficiary, and she could have received $25,000, but the lump sum was 6,000. So she got a check for $6,000 and cashed it, and there's no do-overs on that. I mean, obviously, she she should have made the call to Drew prior to making the decision herself. So you really have to get some good information. Don't force yourself into making a quick decision. That's not going to set, you know, that's, that's no good. And unfortunately, with the pandemic, so many people have passed recently. I mean, sisters, brothers, parents, grandparents have, have died, so many of them. And it's, it's unfortunate and it's awful. But don't make a quick decision that is not going to benefit you later. It is really important to get somebody who knows what they're doing and what they're talking about. It can save you thousands and thousands and thousands or hundreds of thousands, especially in this person's case. I mean, if, if the 401k is over a million dollars that's and, and you take it out, there's 50% tax penalty instead of taking it over 10 years. So it's just don't make a mistake because there are no mulligans. Absolutely. Right. right. And, and, you know, I've, uh, we've talked about it before, right? We don't know what we don't know. 
And right. and I'm I'm the captain of that that or the, the I don't know what you call it the captain of that ship the president of that club whatever <laughs> right look I've been married twice I found out a lot about what I don't know but when it comes to, <laughs> you're reminded on a daily basis <laughs> especially with finances though and and like Troy and lawyer saying you cannot get this stuff back so before you lose it because you don't know. Give them a call at Hampshire Wealth Management, 720-706-8787, 720-706-8787. They can go over all the things that we've talked about on today's show with you and make sure that you are prepared for these things that come down the pike. And if you have questions, that's what they're there for, 720-706-8787. As a matter of fact, if you call and set up an appointment with them right now, when you go in to see them, you're going to get a free copy of their book, Whose Retirement Is It Anyway?, Income planning for real people using dollars and cents. And, you know, I don't want to say that it's it's uh, financial planning for dummies because, you know, I really enjoyed it. But it <laughs> it is written in such a way that folks who aren't in the business and don't understand it can really help you understand what's going on with your money when you when you head into retirement. So, again, the number is 720-706-8787. Set your appointment today to get a copy of that book as well. Whose retirement is it anyway? And let me just add one more thing on that inherited IRA or inherited 401k. This is very important. Uh, Bill, you said it. We don't know what we don't know, right? And a lot of times folks try to go it on their own. And well, yeah, here's that 401k. Maybe they go ahead and rip that Band-Aid off and pay all the taxes on it at once. They're not going to get that back. And they've lost all of the benefits of tax-deferred growth over the next decade, right? But more important, let's say they don't know about this and they just roll it over into an inherited IRA and they keep it. Well, come year 11, guess what? There is a 50% penalty by not having the taxes paid within that 10-year window. So this is serious stuff. This isn't just a slap on the wrist. And when we're talking about, uh, in this case, Bill, a $1 million 401k, many times the people that you know, had it in their heart to leave you this asset, didn't also give you the handbook on how to make the best decisions with that money. So I urge you, and, and right now we are heading into the biggest wealth transfer in the history of the world with all the baby boomers preparing for retirement and their aging parents passing away. There is a huge transfer of wealth that is coming, that is happening right now. So this is one of the things that we specialize in at Hampshire Wealth is not just giving you guidance on investment strategies, but also helping you implement a tax strategy to help you avoid mistakes that we don't get a do-over with. So that I urge you, if, if you fall into that category, boy, get that number and give us a call. We'd love to help you with it. 720-706-8787. And you can always find out more at hwealth.org. Now, you got the midterm elections coming up. And Frank Lunds, he's a pollster. A lot of people know his name. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tells us that the biggest issue for these midterm elections is going to be inflation. It took consumers a while to really feel the effects of higher prices, but now that we have... But it takes even longer to forget it. So let's say that the president is successful in stopping these price increases. It'll be six months before the public recognizes it. It's why I wonder why in Washington they're spending so much time on political issues and social issues and cultural issues 
when inflation is actually the voting issue of 2022. It's going to have an impact on what we think of corporations. It's going to have an impact on what we think of our political leadership. That's what the public is talking about. That's what Washington should be addressing. And that's why I love Frank Luntz. That is so accurate. That is never a truer statement, I think, about the, the politics today. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think that anybody's really counting on Washington to fix this problem, guys, right? So, so how do you help your folks deal with this, the higher inflation? Because, really, this is the highest we have seen in a very long time. Yeah, uh, nearly 40 years. First of all, we address the reality of, let's say that you're getting ready to retire at some point before the end of this year, 2022. The reality is what it costs today to live your regular uh, standard of living is not what it resembled two, just two years ago. And what it will be two years from now is likely not what it's going to be today. So the first thing that we do, Bill, is we address the realities. What is your retirement going to cost? What are the things that you want to do in retirement? Well, we've always talked about traveling. We want to take some riverboat cruises. We want to uh, spend some time in, in Florida. Maybe we want to buy a, a second place, whatever it is, okay, has a price tag attached to it. And we address those realities. And the reality is for the folks that are retiring in 2022, does your income plan, does your retirement income plan take into consideration what it's going to cost in 2025 or in 2030? Listen, folks are living longer. That's the reality. That should not be a bad thing. That should be a good thing. They're living healthier, longer uh, with medical advances and, and just longevity in general. And so people don't want to run out of money. And so you have to really address those realities right out of the gate. And, and you know, when we talk about inflation, we're talking about inflation at a clip of six to seven percent. The most in 40 years, that's a big, big number. And Bill, if you remember, we talked about this just a couple of weeks ago. It's been said that if your money is not at least keeping up with the pace of inflation, it's very akin to a tax on your money. So if your money is under the mattress because you're scared to invest it, let's say, and inflation is 6%, consider that about a 6% tax on your money. Uh, Your money is going to lose spending power. And can we afford that in retirement? And the answer for most folks is no. The good news is, is there are strategies and investment strategies that are available right now that will help you keep pace and outpace inflation without all the risk that most folks think that they need to take to get just a modest return on their investment dollars. We're talking about keeping up with inflation. But the fact is, five years ago, keeping up with inflation meant, well, you know, if I can park my money for two and a half, three percent, I'm at least keeping pace. Not anymore. Right. Yeah. And that's not anymore. That's the scary thing, really. And and these strategies are part of what the folks at Hampshire Wealth Management discuss with you. They go over all this stuff with your free financial review. So give them a call today at 720-706-8787. That's 720-706-8787. 87, 87. And, and, you know, Troy, you mentioned them briefly in there, uh, people's plans. What are your plans in retirement? I always talk about uh, two lists, right? The mm-hmm. what ifs and the what ifs mm-hmm. are the unfortunate things that happen to us in retirement. Mm-hmm. And to quote the... Uh, 
one of the funniest guys I know, Jeff Foxworthy, you want <laughs> want to's, right? You got yep. your what ifs and the want to's. What do you yep. want to do? Do you want to travel? Do you want to buy more real estate? Do you want to? And all of this stuff can be taken care of with this free financial review to at least help you understand what goals you can achieve. So give the folks at Hampshire Wealth Management a call right now. 720-706-8787. Yeah, let me just uh, put in there also, Bill, that when somebody comes in and says, hey, you know what, it's time for my financial review. I'm not sure if we're on the right track or not, but we are thinking about it more because we're getting ready to transition into retirement. Here's what we do. It's a very straightforward process. It is transparent. We start with what's important to you. What are your goals? What are your dreams? What are your plans? What are your expectations? How much money do you need in retirement? I'm talking just fixed expenses because the number one change the day we retire usually isn't our expenses. It's our income. And so we need to make sure that that is taken care of. And what we do, Bill, is we create a very customized checklist. So Bill, if you came in to see us, the first thing we would do is have a conversation, find out what's important to you, where do things stand now, and then we build your checklist. Well, I'd like to retire here by the end of the year. That's That should be on the checklist. We wanna do some traveling, that's on the checklist. You know, and, and we build this customized checklist, and then we help you determine if you're on the right track. Listen, if nothing else, we want to help point you in the right direction. Sometimes it's only just some slight modifications that you need to make. Sometimes it's the elephant in the room that people don't even notice. Well, gosh, I really didn't take into consideration what all this is gonna cost us. And what if we live 30 more years in retirement? So you, those are the things that we do when people come in. You can't tell at all that he's passionate about this, huh? Exactly. It's about having a plan. <laughs> it's just about having a plan. And that's why you make the call. 720-706-8787. Find out more at hwealth.org. Guys, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. I can't wait to talk with you again next week. You all have that a great, great weekend. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show. Investment advisory services offered through Hampshire Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the states of Colorado and Arizona. Insurance products and services offered through Hampshire Group Incorporated. Hampshire Wealth Management, LLC and Hampshire Group Incorporated are affiliated companies.